Welcome to the Speaking Words of Life for Educators podcast, where we shine a bright light on your incredible call of carrying the kingdom of God into your classroom, school, and community. It's here that you'll be transformed by the truth of your identity and activated to live the full life Jesus paid for. I'm your host, Jessica Glover, and I warmly welcome you to get ready to be encouraged, strengthened, and activated today in your position in the world of education. I am so glad you're here. Welcome, everybody. I have a great lineup today that I am introducing to you. Um, Some great men, Henry Sandoval and Carlton Reed are here with me from Black History 365. And I came across um, this curriculum by connecting with another kingdom educator who actually works in higher ed and writes curriculum. And she mentioned that I would, should connect with Carlton. And so we connected about, a, what about a month and a half, month and a half ago. And I took a look yeah. at the uh, curriculum overview and just fell in love with the heart behind BH365. So I am here to introduce to you, Henry and Carlton. Just really happy to have you here today. Yeah, we're excited to be here. We can't wait to get into this. Glad to be here, yeah. Jessica. And the reason why I wanted to interview them is because, you know, the heart behind Speaking Words of Life for Educators is really about us stepping into our kingdom identity and that as kingdom people, we're stepping into everything that Jesus paid for. And we want to be able to see with his eyes and hear with his ears, not only our students, but also the things that we're being asked to teach. And as those who are quote unquote gatekeepers of the curriculum, we also get to pay attention to things that are coming down the pike. And so I just think that BH365 is an opportunity for us to bring in another voice or another part of the story that is often discluded (laughs) from our current history program. And we've had all these hot topics come up, especially during covid um, with different events that have happened. And then we have CRT that's coming down the line. I know in my state it's, um, you know, public schools are even being mandated that parents don't have a voice in our choices anymore about our kids' education. And so a lot of us are either called to stay in public education. Some of us are moving to private. We've got homeschool moms connected here and just wanting to bring another resource that presents the whole story. And so, I just want to welcome you both today and just ask that we're going to start off with our, our hot topic. (laughs) And that is how do you address some of these things coming down, you know, public school, private school, homeschool teachers um, are concerned about CRT and, and how do you address that as a curriculum history writer? Carlton, I'll let you kick this off and I'll, and I'll support it. So. Oh, wow. Well, first off, thank you. We, we want to, we just want to say welcome to these speaking words of life for educators, uh, um, group. We're so delighted to be here. And, uh, one of the things that we do, um, with, uh, with this curriculum is that this curriculum is really, it's a welcome. Um, it's really a welcome and an invitation to students, learners, uh, to students, educators and all learners to learn about the rich contributions of African-American history to the, of African-Americans to American history. It's not a mandate, it's actually a welcome. And uh, we wanna invite students, uh, educators, and all learners to become four things. Number one, we invite everybody to become empathetic listeners, fact-based, respectful communicators, critical thinkers, and action-oriented solutions. 
So that's really what this is. And, and uh, we, we want to welcome everybody to do that. And we, we really want to, to, to invite them uh, just really to learn about there's so much about black history that we don't know. And so we just want to, we want to invite everybody to learn about, about those contributions. And it's done in a way that's very honoring to everybody, to all kids and to everybody who would learn. Uh, and it's done in an honoring and a welcoming and an uplifting way. So that's how we do it. Uh, there's so much creative about the content. We have a 41 song soundtrack album that was created for the for the curriculum that uh, with every uh, chapter having its own theme song. And uh, it's really a great way to engage uh, kids in terms of learning. So this is so much about this uh, that it's welcoming and engaging. And uh, we're super excited. Yeah. And so if I'll jump in, Carlton, and so to address the question, the hot topic, the you know, kind of the elephant in the room, and we'll explain how that really rolls together with this book. But the uh, the elephant in the room, CRT, and we know that across the United States right now, that is a, a hot topic. And so how we uh, address this with school districts, homeschool parents, private schools, charter schools, is we simply tell them we're not in the same lane as CRT. We are in a completely different lane. We are uh, truth-centric, and, and this textbook is created to stay right down the middle. We want students to learn the research-based truth about African-American history, the contributions throughout history. And we have put this together that starts in ancient Africa and it goes all the way through. And it's as current as the most recent George Floyd um, incident in Minnesota. And we make sure that we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. But when we present something, we present it in a way that if we present something from the left, we always present it from the right so that students, readers, and anybody who picks up this book can have a well-rounded understanding of the topic. And so our students are, are thriving with this, teachers and parents alike across the United States that have adopted this. We are in close to over 150 school districts across the United States right now being used. We have homeschool parents that are using this across the nation, and they are all raving about how we have approached this and how we have created a truth-centric vision so that students can walk away and, and learn and understand the contributions throughout history that African-Americans have had. And uh, so it's it, that's the way we address it. Once parents and readers and teachers take this book, they're able to understand um, the, the value that is within this book. Yeah. yeah. If I could add one more thing, Jessica. Yeah, go ahead. We're super excited to talk about this. <laughs> so one of the things that we that we believe is that we, we are apolitical. We don't want to allow anything to cause this curriculum to get... Uh, sidetracked or pigeonholed or maligned. We just want to teach the beauty of black history. That's what we want to do. And so one of the things I want to say is that we believe that we have a formula that allows us to teach the good, the bad, and the ugly of black history, but teach it in a way that A, is welcoming. Uh, B, we want to highlight some of the unity stories, yeah. right? You know, one of the things about America is that America is, 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 a, is a great idea, mm -hmm. right? that was in the heart of God that's still evolving. And so we're not, per it's not perfect. And the founders of our, you know, the, the, the framers of our constitution were imperfect. They were imperfect men. Um, and, and, and we're still forging union. We're forging that perfect union uh, that I talked about in the constitution. So we want to highlight, you know, so many times we were highlighting the things that, that, that happened that were ugly and we, we get that. But one of the things that our curriculum beautifully also does is it highlights the unity, the high points of unity in our history, which a lot of people uh, sometimes don't want to talk about in the stories that, you know, the story behind mm -hmm. the story. We want to highlight that uh, as well. So, again, we believe we have a formula that teaches it in a way that's welcoming to everybody, 
that teaches all the aspects of, of history. It doesn't, you know, pigeonhole or, or label anybody, but just simply welcomes. I love that. And I love even Henry, how you also said about it, it puts everything out on the table. You hear the whole story and then kids get an opportunity to make right choices based on having all the information. And I know even being a mom of multiracial kids, it's really important that all, all of us and us too, as adults hear the whole story so that we can actually make informed decisions rather than the getting in the combat of mold or mode (laughs) that has been pretty prevalent. And in some of these kids is growing up and it's great to have an alternative to help to reinforce that learning the whole story is what really helps us be informed citizens, but also caring people and yeah. being able to be people who promote justice and also peace at the same time by being people who are informed. So I really appreciate that about what you guys are bringing here. Absolutely. Now, something that you've both shared with me that's so neat is the founding of this book. It was two men coming together, forged in unity. It's totally a God story. Do you guys share with us um, how this came to be. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll kind of start this off and Carlton, please add to this and bring it to life. Uh, so sure. uh, Dr. Walter Milton is the uh, kind of the founder. He's the visionary. He's the backbone of this company. And he has spent uh, many years in education. He was a former superintendent and for 14 years in New York, Michigan, Illinois. He's written several books um, during his lifetime. One of those highlighting is One Man's Journey to Becoming a School Superintendent. And, and Dr. Milton will tell the story much better than I will. But uh, when he was a young man and he was uh, roughly uh, grade school age, uh, I don't remember the age, but his mother put him in a suit. He was going to school. It was Black History Day. They were going to learn about Black history. And he was very proud and excited. His mother had always taught him about the, the rich culture and the contributions that the uh, African-Americans have had on, on the United States. And so went in there with his suit, proud, ready to listen. The first thing they do is they open it up and, and they learn about slavery and they uh, see a, a vision, a picture of uh, a young man being being whipped, and it it just brought shame and and uh, just his negative feelings to Dr. Milton. In fact, so much that he went home and and cried to his mother and said, "This is not me. What's going on? This my whole life has been a lie. I learned this." And it was at that moment that Dr. Milton's mother said, "You know what? You can change this. You can change the narrative so that individuals can learn about wow. the contributions of African Americans." So that has been the, the beginning of this was in grade school for Dr. Milton. And then his colleague of uh, over 30 years, Dr. Joel Freeman, once the book was set in place and kind of the backbone structure was created, it needed to be brought to life. And Dr. Joel Freeman, who spent 20 years in the NBA as a player development mentor coach, he uh, co-authored several books himself, but he is, has one of the largest Black history relic and image collections imagery collections in the United States. And so partnering with Dr. Milton and Dr. Furman, bringing that together, we were able to bring the book to life. We have 40% of the images you find in all of our textbooks come exclusively from the Freeman Institute and his his museum of photos that has been showcased around the world in several major events at the Pentagon, the White House, and and several uh, other places um, in in Europe and, and in Africa. And so uh, Dr. Joel Freeman brings this book to life together. This partnership works great. And uh, kind of to touch on what you shared a, a moment ago about unity, bringing this together, you can see with uh, Dr. Milton is an African-American gentleman and, and Dr. Joel Freeman is a Caucasian. And for them to come together uh, with one mission in mind, which is to bring people together and understand each other, um, I'd say they've done a great job. And, and that's why we're excited to share this textbook with everybody. Powerful. And if I could just add, uh, you know, I think one of the most beautiful things about this curriculum is the story, right? And one of the greatest stories of unity is how 
uh, God brought these two men of God together because they're two men of God. And um, the two brilliant men in their own right. Joel Freeman um, is Canadian born, uh, born in Alberta, Canada. God gives him a vision for teaching black history. And he, uh, he says, he jokes, he says, how does God give a white man, an Alberta born white man, a passion for teaching black history? <laughs> and so he creates this, he, he writes his book called uh, Return to Glory, the Powerful Story of the Black Race. It goes back to ancient Africa and writes his curriculum. Henry so eloquently put, he was also the character coach and, and also the chaplain for the Washington Bullets Wizards basketball team for 20 years. He also pastored for 20 years and led tours to Israel and Greece teaching the Bible uh, for about 20 years. So our God brings these two men together uh, with the same vision and they write this curriculum together. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, right? Only God can do this. And that's one of the most powerful parts about this uh, story is uh, this curriculum was created by two men of God. So um, I, I, we're, we're super excited about that. And it's a, uh, it's a story we never get tired of telling. One of the things I say is that when we do our virtual open houses, which you were on, Jessica, yeah. they say we, we at the end of every open house, we hope you've heard the information, but we hope you've heard the language and the music of our heart because this is our love letter tour. That's, what, that's one of the things that, that we're super excited about uh, as it pertains to this. Yeah, story. thank you so much. I, I just love that it, this curriculum was like just from its birthplace until now. And, and all of you that represent it have just a, such a heart for the truth to go out and, and telling the story and to help us progress our nation into becoming what we're meant to be unified together. And I, I know that you alluded to this earlier and it's something I love for you to even share a story. If you can think of one right on the spot, but I, I know that this curriculum highlights unspoken heroes and also even events that have happened that we don't normally hear about. Um, sometimes, like you said, the ugly is sometimes the thing that is forefront and we don't always hear of the incredible stories of African-American leaders who have changed the course of history and helped forge alliances that have been pertinent in the progress of our nation. Would you speak to that a little bit? There's so many stories. Uh, one of the things that really kind of gets highlighted or played highlighted or played down are the wonderful partnerships between black people and white people um, in history. One of the things we know is that you know emancipation could not have happened without without black people and white people working together, and God allowed that. So uh, one of the greatest stories that Harriet Tubman, a woman called Moses, who writes about in her uh, in her memoirs, and her, is that of all the people that she expected she'd sit that she didn't expect to get help from uh it was white people she talks about the quakers and um uh, who fundamentally didn't believe in, in 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 slavery and things of that nature and the help that she got was from white people after being this amazing woman who literally was called by god like moses to uh to free over 300 slaves and and actually if you look at all the, the slaves that she uh, was connected to help and it ended up being close to a thousand um, because, and she said, I freed over, she said, I freed about a thousand slaves. She said, I could have, I could have freed more if only they did, if only they knew that they were slaves. Yeah. Right. And so the partnerships that happened, George Washington Carver, the partnership about his life, people don't understand that, but his mother was actually Quantrill, uh, Quantrill, Quantrill's Raiders was a, uh, was this uh, body of uh, literally terrorists that would, uh, would would ride into the night and would they would basically just terrorize the Carvers were a couple um, that literally they lived in a a state that really 
um, that had slavery and they didn't, they didn't agree with it. So that made them very, very unpopular. And um, so Quantrill's Raiders came one night and they, uh, they took George Washington Carver's mother and um, this baby into the night, never to be seen again. And one of the things that George Washington's mother asked, she said, if anything happens to me or my, or my children, you know, will you raise my children? And so what happens is that Moses Carver uh, actually took a black horse and rode into the night. He, they, they, they coordinated a meeting and they rode in. He rode into the night to meet up with Quantrill's Raiders and go get his baby. He took his last horse and he traded this black horse, ironically, black horse for black baby. <laughs> and so when he gets there, these men on burlaps, burlap saps with the, with the, with the eyes cut out, um, he gives them the horse and they toss him this burlap sap, right? Mm-hmm. With, with the contents uh, in it. And what happens is it, it held a, it basically held a half dead baby that was George Washington Carver. And this was in the snow. So, wow. He walks home in the snow. He takes his baby, he clutches his baby next to skin, and he walks home in the, in the snow, and he's talking to this baby, talking about the life that he's going to have and the commitment that he's made to educate this child. And the Carvers literally raised George Washington Carver, gave him their name, and that's the story of how George Washington Carver uh, came about. He was raised by white carrots, the Carvers uh, who decided to raise him uh, as a to keep a promise to to his mother Mary Washington to raise their son. Wow. These are stories wow. nobody wants to talk about, but these are stories that need to be talked about, and these are stories of unity. And so these are just these are just a, a few of the types of stories that that are covered uh, that we really like to highlight in yeah. this history. And I, Jessica, it's okay. I'm going to add to that yeah, just a little bit do. too, because from from an education standpoint, you know, I'm going to I'm going to bring it down just a little bit. I'm not a former educator uh, by by trade, but um, one thing I can take away is show that, you know, Carlton there, that story inspiring him. That's what you're going to see in this book is individuals mm-hmm. are going to see themselves in the textbook and they're going to be inspired and they're going to want to see those stories about contributions they've had to where we are today um, in society from the culture standpoint, all the way to just um, the, the United States in general. And then something that I took away from this that, that I really want to share that I'm, I'm very passionate about is, is my story uh, becoming a part of this company. For those of you that are going to watch this um, from a video standpoint, you're going to quickly see that, that I'm, I'm not African-American. I'm, I'm Mexican-American. Um, and my mother is, is uh, white from family comes from England. And I trace the, the family back very far. I do ancestry.com. But something that has always been very important to me is understanding cultures. And I recognized quickly when this book was brought to my attention that um, I took things for granted that I didn't realize um, were, were so valuable. And one of those being is my own Mexican heritage culture and how fortunate I am to have it, how fortunate I am to live where the family tradition is passed down, and it has been for many, many years. And I was told one time by a very close friend of mine who was African-American that how lucky I am. And I didn't understand what he meant by that. You know, you get to have quinceaneras with your family when you turn 15, when a female turns 15, you know that you're going to have a celebration and the family's going to get together. And he said, man, that's something that was taken away from me in the 1860s, whenever slavery um, during the times of slavery, everything was erased before my time and everything, the traditions, the cultures, they're disconnected and we need to reconnect those. And I recognized quickly that this textbook reconnects those experiences. It brings the culture to life and it allows students of not only color, but of all ethnic backgrounds to understand the powerful kings and queens in ancient Africa. 
these civil wars long before the American Civil War. And then traditions that are passed down from generation to generation can now be reconnected to these students and they can be inspired. They can go into the real world and make a difference and be powerful, be smart, be uh, the most important, be confident in who they are and understand who they are. And this book helps create that foundation for the students. And it starts in the classroom. And as you can see, we have a diverse work team here. Um, and so we work very well together. We're living this out within the company because we know how important this is. And, and we're just, again, so excited for students to finally have the ability and opportunity to learn about the backgrounds of different ethnic groups. So when they go into the real world, as we all know, we're made up of, of it's a melting pot. We are all from different ethnic backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And so we have, to, we have to understand each other and understand where we came from so that we can know how we can work together. And this is the best way to do that is to, to start from the foundation and start Nation Africa day one. I love that. I mean, one yeah. of the things that I even have in my book, Speaking Words of Life in Your Classroom, is really, it starts out with, where did you come from? <laughs> How did yeah. you get your name? Mm -hmm. It all comes back down to identity. Like, do these kids really yeah. understand where they come from and the things to be proud of? And I yeah. love that the whole point of this curriculum is to draw people together and recognize that really important piece about identity. We yeah. can't close out today without covering these two really neat components of your curriculum. And you alluded to them in the very beginning. And one of them is the elephant experiences and then the really, really special media side and technology connection that you offer. Will you guys both share about these incredible pieces? And Jessica, this is one of the uh, really probably the most important aspect from a tool standpoint for a, an educator, whether it's a, a teacher within a classroom, homeschool parent, or even if it's just family and sitting at home and wanting to learn more about Black history, this allows parents, students, and readers and teachers to utilize this elephant experience, which is a tool to help guide conversations, keep the conversation civil amongst a, a group that's working together. And we approach and we hit head on topics such as the N-word, three-fifths of a human being, slave insurance. Should we tear the statues down or should we not? And, and we do it in such a wonderful way. Dr. Milton and, and Dr. Freeman both develop this in such a way that allows for free conversation, respectful conversation, and allowing both sides to understand where they're coming from. Again, similar to identity, understanding where your thoughts are coming from, understanding and respecting each other, that we all have different thoughts, we all have different opinions, and how can we coexist? And so we allow for those type of discussions in a classroom, and the teachers are equipped with a talking stick, which uh, starts from, it really takes students back to ancient Africa when tribal leaders would utilize a talking stick to have conversations amongst the tribe, whoever had the talking stick is, is at that moment going to have the, the, the floor and you respect their thoughts and opinions. And then um, the teachers are also provided professional development that comes along with the textbook that will allow, when, when, it, when it's purchased in bulk for classroom settings, but will allow for the teacher to be equipped with additional tools and how to handle situations, how to set up their classroom that all circles around creating a positive learning experience for the students. And so this is just one of the many tools that we have created for, uh, for this textbook. That's so good. This is one of the things we're excited about regarding the elephant experience. You know, when people, with the way people generally handle difficult conversations, they either avoid them all together or they do them badly. Here, we, we're giving you a framework to how to talk through the difficult conversations in an honoring way, uh, in a way where, where, where it gives you a binary choice, gives these kids a binary choice, pro or con. For example, one of my favorite conversations about the elephant experience was the really debate that he existed between Booker T. Washington and W.E.B. E. Du Bois. 
you know, Booker T. Washington was born a slave, right? So his whole his whole philosophy was he believed that we needed to partner, the black people should partner with white people and work together in unity and conjunction. And as a result of that, he was able to get a lot of things done by doing that. W.E.B. Du Bois was born in, in Massachusetts. He was never a slave. And he really believed that in certain things need to happen now. And we, we can do this by ourselves, right? And so subsequently, um, these two men had different philosophies. One of the discussions that the, that, that the elephant experience opens up is this debate that exists between these two men. So they open up the, the discussion. They say, okay, guys, who was right? Was Booker T. Washington right? Do, do we Should we work in unity with, with whites? Or are there times where we just say we can do it on our own? Or is there a time when, is there a time to where we don't we don't wait for the convenient time, but we we go and press the issue? You know, one kid said this. Well, you know what? I won't be I won't be backed into a corner to to think that I have to choose between the two. Both of them are right. Booker T. Washington was right in the sense that he was able to partner with white people in in a spirit of unity. But there does come a time when when the time is now, and we do need to act on this. So I just thought that was just such a, what a brilliant, like what a brilliant answer, right? When given a binary choice. And that's what these kids are given. They're given a binary choice and a way to talk through these challenges in a way that's civil, in a way that, that is uh, critical thinking and in a way that's a really solution. Uh, we have 42 of these elephant experiences spread throughout the book. So it really allows for some, some great conversation throughout the entire school year. It's really powerful. And then will you also speak to the incredible music selection that's also available on YouTube? But you were talking earlier, Henry, about having a song per chapter. Will you speak to the artist and just the uh, rich component? Absolutely. Yeah. So Dr. Kevin Kale Cates, and, and he did a wonderful job with putting this, this uh, double-sided album together. Dr. Kevin Kale Cates, first off, let me give his background. He's a Grammy-nominated producer. In his own right, he is very well-respected among the community group, excuse me, the music community. And he has worked very closely with several top artists uh, within that industry. But his passion has always been for students. He's his doctrine in education. He has always had a, a passion to make sure that the students, the future of this future generations are well-educated and understand you know, not only history, but music and, and how those components play together and how uh, we can take our world to a better place. And so he's so passionate about this. Whenever he was presented an opportunity to create an album, he jumped on it as quickly as possible. And he has a team of individuals. What they did is they took the textbook, they broke it down chapter by chapter, and they wrote a song that goes along with each chapter in the textbook. And so this allows students to not only visually uh, but then they get to hear it, the words that, and, and when I say that the words, I would like to encourage anybody who's listening that has, uh, it's Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Prime, go search Black History 365, the album, or search Kevin K.O. Cates and find Black History 365, the album. And it's a, uh, it's got the orange, black, and, and white. It's got 365 really big on the front of it. And what this uh, will allow you to do is you can listen to all the music. All 40 songs are on there. And it'll be at your disposal to listen. You can also go on the website and purchase that we'll share at the end of this podcast. But this has really enriched the uh, students' opportunities to learn about Black history in a completely different way than than they ever were before. And uh, we have teachers that are using this to, as students are walking in the classroom, they're playing music, kids are engaging, just like Schoolhouse Rock and learning about a bill. That's something that as I was growing up, I know how a bill's created due to music. And I will never forget how a bill goes through legislation and it's all because of music and it's the same process here for students. So we touch them in so many different ways uh, just to ensure that, that uh, they really get the opportunity to learn about black history. 
I, Henry, I'm, it's funny. I'm the gray haired one on the uh, panel and I didn't <laughs> even know that uh, that was in your era. Uh, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I remember conjunction, junction was your function. Schoolhouse rock. Right. So I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know that caught your generation. That makes me feel good. That means I'm not as old as I thought. <laughs> but one of the things I want to say about Dr. Kevin Kale Cates is he, he is a PhD. He actually had a curriculum, created a curriculum called Curriculum that was used in oh, schools, that wow. was effective in schools. And he's not just a, a music guy. He's a, he's a PhD. That's he's amazing. an educator at heart. The album reached number one on iTunes downloads. So that's how, that's how good it was. Music is just so linguistic in terms of helping kids learn. And it's really used, being used effectively throughout the best Yeah, and distance. I took a listen, and I, I think you and I were actually saying, Carlton, this could be like the next Hamilton. Like, this is just great music. Yeah, it's that's just right, great that's quality, right. and it, it really yeah. gets in your head, and it, it just makes you want to dance around. So it's really wonderful. Yeah. Before we close today, I want to make sure I leave some space, Carlton, for people to be able to connect with you about getting this curriculum in their school district, or maybe it's just their home or their classroom. Would you speak to that as well as I don't want to forget the piece of if people already have a history curriculum they're using, but they want to connect this somehow. Could you also share how that can happen or what that might look like in some different circumstances? Sure. Thank you, Jess. Perfect. So I sent you the link where they can go and purchase a textbook. If you like, please feel free to contact with me. My name is Carlton Reed. And we also want to invite you to every month we have a virtual open house. It's a one hour informative time effective session. It literally takes you on a walk through the curriculum in real time. Our founders and creators are there. You can you can actually uh, ask your questions. We cover uh, every aspect of the curriculum. Um, we also play a, a sample from the song as well. That that happens on the third Thursday of every month uh, from three to four p.m. Eastern time. Uh, if you'd like to connect with me, I can provide that information for you, and I'll be more than happy to answer any questions that you might have. And we just want to thank you so much for for joining us today and for your yeah, and uh, the one thing I'm going to add is you know definitely reach out to Carlton. We've got some great things coming as well. So kindergarten through second grade will be coming out towards the end of July. These uh, textbooks are going to be wonderful. Our kindergarten books are going to be uh, 16 by 20 uh, picture books. There's going to be four of them. It's going to be a collection just for kindergarten. And then our first and second grade are going to look a lot like our three through eight textbooks that you'll see. Our hardback books, um, our lower grade level books are all secondary resources that can be infused into your uh, core subject. And uh, they align with the uh, national education expectation as far as the standards of what that time period would be discussing uh, for students. And so we have uh, kindergarten through eighth grade. And then also, as we started, our nine through 12 textbook um, is available And all of these books are actively being adopted and purchased across the United States. And the neat thing is, is our three through nine, 12, all of those books also come in an electronic version. We have ebook versions. So students can connect from an ebook standpoint. And so if you're a one-to-one school, you're going to be able to utilize the ebook. And then again, we have the hardback textbooks for your classroom sets or for your family, friends, church, whatever it may be. If you want to purchase it as a gift, those are available as well. Well, thank you both for your time today. Thank you for sharing about this great resource. And thank you. I am holding up my own copy right now. I just got in the mail over this weekend and I'm really excited for my family to delve into it and just learn some of these stories we've never heard before, because I think it just makes us even more proud of the people that we connect with friends and family, but also for the rich history that our nation holds and the opportunity we have to make it an even better place to live. So I just want to thank you both Henry and Carlton for your time today. And I look forward to you, the audience connecting 
with Carlton about how you could bring this to your classroom because it's an awesome resource. All right, well, thank you everybody. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please subscribe to be the first to hear about my newest resources, in-person and online events, and receive my inspiring bi-monthly newsletter by subscribing to speakingwordsoflife.com forward slash declarations. And be sure to find me on the socials at Speaking Words of Life number four educators. Speaking Words of Life for educators. Until next time, don't forget, you're a world changer and what you do every day is changing lives.